To stay relevant in the fitness space, you need to constantly be involving yourself and your fitness business, and that is what we're diving into today. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Coach with the Jock and the Doc Podcast, where fitness meets behavioral science. Join your hosts, Scott Schutte, a seasoned personal trainer, gym owner, and 360 wellness coach, and Dr. Janine Steester, a PhD behaviorist and expert in all things behavior change, as they share their combined expertise to empower fitness professionals like you. With practical tips, cutting-edge topics, and industry-leading guests, you'll learn everything from motivation and goal setting to habit formation and overcoming obstacles. Whether you're a seasoned fitness pro or just starting off your coaching journey, Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Fitness Coach is your essential guide to mastering the art of coaching and changing lives. Yeah, so, and a great way to kind of keep on with the trends or what people are talking about is looking at some of the reports that get put out. And there's some large uh, organizations that like to do this for us. Thank you. And what they do is they collect um, information from industry leaders, consumers, about what's going on and where are we headed. So today we're gonna look into the MindBody second annual predictions report and what's coming up for 2024. So number one, strength training will be the key to longevity. And I'm sure many of you are like, no shit. <laughs> that's what I would be, but that's how it was when I read it. But the beauty is like looking at these things is they're, they're doing reports and they're, they're surveying um, the trends of the consumer and, you know, what was hot a few years ago, more of this high intensity training, what was hot 15, 20 years of more of this long distance. Like we have to stay a bit relevant on what the people are wanting. And so now that we're seeing that people are starting to see that there's there's more benefits to strength training, it's the key to longevity. When we have people like uh, Dr. Peter Tia that's coming out yep. and he's putting his longevity books and he's really emphasizing the training, this is great for us. Like I, my main focus the last 20 years has been on strength training. Um, but now using those pieces to help market so people can come in and they understand the importance of this. A lot of us know that, but but having the 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 broader market, understand that, is very, very helpful for us. Yeah, and it's just a reflection of how much information is getting out there. People like change, so sometimes even things that seem super logic to us for 20 years straight, yep. people just like a new thing. So now maybe strength training sounds new to people. Ride that wave. Help educate your clients. Like, yes, absolutely, strength training is great. And, and, it, and also it kind of makes sense. People are living longer they're even with their grandchildren longer than generations prior. I mean, you think about it and talk to, to, to people about how old their grandparents were when they passed, things like that. People are just living longer. So this notion of playing with my grandchildren, traveling with them, um, just knowing that it's not just a um, couple more years, but I might have 30 or 40 or 50 more years. So how do I feel? What's the quality of life? So having this notion that strength training is important and in, is going to be really helpful for connecting to people's goals as well. So if it is family or friends or hanging out or socializing, but we've also talked about um, the diagnostics that are available now are amazing compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago. So we're looking at bone density, we're looking at, at calcium, all of those types of things, and people are hearing it from their doctor. Strength training is, is paired with that as, as a really good remedy or maintenance. So it kind of makes sense, even though it's never not been good for you. So the second one, wellnesses and community are pair and pair together. So people aren't just looking for a place to work out. They're, they're looking for a place to work out that also gives them that sense of community. And so it's something important to think about of uh, if you 
have a fitness space of like how to set that up where people can kind of hang out before and after the workouts. Like at my facility, we have a place where people can, can hang out before and they can have kombucha there, they can have coffee there. It's a place that people can hang out. Also thinking about putting events together of like, okay, this is our anniversary event or different times throughout the years or different, um, I see a lot of people do like mud runners and different things like that. So, so starting to think of this like, uh, it's kind of like the Starbucks where they're talking about the people's third place. Yep. Your fitness facility could be that person's third place. And if you care about retention, which I know you do, <laughs> we need to make sure that we're creating that atmosphere where they can, they can find friends and other like-minded people. Yeah, and even if you don't have these this perfect space to do that, you know, this connection type, even just thinking about the flow, if they have to pass each other, if you're doing one-on-one -on -one training and you're finishing with one client another, how you set up your flow yeah. just so they pass each other, maybe even introduce each other to one another so they feel like they know more than just you. Obviously, if there's classes and things like that, that'll kind of create community. And, and there's ways with those classes to kind of make that even feel more connected. Do a shout out to somebody or like, hey, Judy's here and things so that they can learn their names quickly and easily and sense that. But it's really logical that this is, and I, and I believe, if my memory serves me right, the last report that we saw too, this notion of community was also yep. in there. And it just doesn't surprise me, especially post pandemic, we'll say it again and again, right? When we, when we have something taken away from us, we're much more aware of how important it is. And so people really value that connection and that socialization. And, and especially with as easy as, as it is to communicate virtually now, people are actually oftentimes much more isolated in their day-to-day -day lives from that face-to-face -face connection. So if you can be that place where people are getting that, they not only love the the product that you're giving them, the service that they're giving them, but they also want to spend more time in your space, which leads to better retention, all those types of things. Yep. Next one, the importance of sleep hygiene is continually to grow. And so they're, show, they're showing that one in three Americans aren't getting enough sleep. So this is why it's so important that we talk about having these 360 wellness coaching sessions so you can sit down with clients and individually figure out what's going on and looking everything outside the gym. Nutrition's a big component. Their movement outside the, the gym is a big component, but also looking at their sleep. And so you as a coach, understanding like sleep hygiene, like how do we set up the atmosphere for that? What are good supplements to help with that? Also letting clients know the importance of the different sleep hygiene. And so working with clients on that, because what they're showing is people who get better sleep, um, of course, stress is down. Um, people typically eat less. And with most of the clients coming in for some sort of weight loss, that's a good way to help them reach their goals by also making them feel better at the same time. Absolutely. And, and some of the hygiene, the sleep hygiene things aren't super complicated, right? Like you got to put yourself in bed, you know, soon enough that you can get a decent amount of hours, maybe not watch TV, all of those things. They're not super complicated, but people still don't necessarily adhere to them. And oftentimes it's because it's not related to a goal that they have. They were either raised in our society for sure, makes it sometimes a badge of honor of like, I got up, I took care of the kids, I got to work, and I only had four hours of sleep, and I can do this all, and it just minimizes the importance of it. So when we compare, even just knowing some of the basic research, the basic understanding of sleep, and the importance of it to any of those goals, like you pointed out, weight loss and whatever. But I also, I mean, I've worked with people, and they're, they're highly emotional about something, and they're like, this really upsets me, and I'm like, 
how much sleep have you had this week? Because a lot of times people don't even realize the lack of sleep is creating this overwhelming sense or this high level of emotion. And even just by getting a little bit more sleep, they'll be able to problem solve better, hear some of the suggestions that people give them, and just overall have a better quality of life. So just pairing that with their goal, what do you want to accomplish? Pull that data on sleep and connect that to, and people are much more likely to dive into something like that. Next one, the, the, the temperature therapies are on a rise. So we're talking sauna, we're talking cold plunge, we're talking cryotherapy, these different things are on the rise. So one, being educated on them. Of So when you're talking to clients, like, well, here's the ideal time to use them, or here's the counter indications for people who shouldn't use them. So you're knowledgeable about that. So when people bring these things up to you, then also looking at like, okay, at your fitness facility, if you have control of this, like what works well? Like we've had a sauna at our facility for the last 10 years because, to me, the, the, the cost of entry for it wasn't real high. The upkeep for it wasn't real high. Clients got a lot of benefits from it. There's a lot of research on sweating in general being beneficial. So it just worked well in our model. And we make it part of our membership. Of, if they're paying for their, their monthly one-on-one -on -person, -on person training, they get that. So it works well with our overall model of this holistic approach. But you can also figure out, find other places in town that's doing cryotherapy that you can partner up with. So starting to look at that. So if that's on the rise and there's more people going there and you're partnering up with them, that's a good legion that you guys could be sending back and forth. So, so make sure that you're knowledgeable of like when, how, where these things are, and then figure out if there's a place in your facility that you can, you can actually incorporate this. Yeah, and, and I'm a fan of these. I'm, I, it's, it's clear that there's some great benefits, but this is also where I'll chime in too and say, by you understanding what the purpose and like what Scott was saying about like the when, the where, what does it do, it also helps you help your clients edit it because this is another example of, oh my gosh, should I also do that? Do, do I do intermittent fasting? Do I do cold you know, plunge? And do I need to do cryo? Do I need to do sauna? How often? And if you read, I think I was reading the other day of like the minimal of sauna, and I think I texted this to you, what was it like four or five days a week at 176 degrees for at least 20 minutes? And I was even in my head, and I do sauna pretty regularly going, can I get all that in in a week? You know, like it, it starts to be like, Oh, well, if that's the minimal effective dose, will it not have it? Well, of course it has benefit. The nope. fact that maybe I do it three times a week and maybe it's not all the way up to 176 degrees. But my point is, this is a great way to say, hey, these things are beneficial for these things. You came in here and right now, this is your goal. How about we add this part, but we can hold on this other part if you don't have time. Because when your clients start to get overwhelmed with too much, what we find is that they're not doing anything well or consistently, yeah. and that can detract. So really being informed and then helping guide them, tell their decision, but sort of what makes the most sense for them. And the last one from Mind Body is uh, older adults are looking for more of these fitness studios, these boutique places. And if you look at a lot of the professionals in the fitness space, it's a lot of young former athletes and they, they try to tailor the workouts. It's more around the things that they like to do, yeah. these hard, intense kind of workouts and they like to work with younger, more fit kind of people. But if you want a, you want a large group of people that are underserved, you go after that older population. You start putting pictures in your marketing of the older population working out. You start designing classes specifically yeah. for that. Like there's a huge market and opportunity for that, for, for having specifically designed classes one-on-one -on -one for the older population. So I'm definitely looking to that and making that a, a, a core part of your offering.
Yeah, and, and they're being encouraged oftentimes by their insurance companies and others to actually do join a gym. And sometimes there's even incentives or a little bit of reimbursement for them. Yep. Depends on the state and the area. But this is a big thing. The other thing is when we think of PRs, think of you know, personal records as something that can be done at any age, at any level. And so my, my bent is always, let it be welcoming enough that I can come in from the couch and start with you. Or if I don't, if I'm a 70 some year old um, individual and I just didn't grow up in an age where anybody was doing strength training or workouts and I don't have a lot of familiarity, do I feel comfortable walking in your door and know that you'll take care of me, that you aren't gonna push me too hard? And then in the other end of the continuum, also don't limit the expectations for individuals. Let them hit their own, let them view themselves as their own um, performing, uh, high performing individual to whatever the range that is, and let them kind of grow with you and your facility. Because I see both ends of that spectrum where people are really intimidated to come in yep. because this is new to them, or they're just worried about getting injured, right? And which makes sense. But then the other two of, I don't want to be limited to, you know, um, my parents' age, it was like water aerobics, like that's what old people did, or there's nothing wrong with water aerobics or um, chair workouts if it's the right fit for the person. But there's a much broader spectrum of opportunities and people want to know that, that there is. And the last prediction that's not on mind body that I'm throwing out here is- Oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> the 360 wellness coaching, like all these things that we're talking about, they need to be on an individual basis. Yeah, for sure. Like I can give some generalities with these things of like, okay, if you're doing cold plunge, you shouldn't do it right after yeah. your workout if your goal is hypertrophy, you know, unless you're recovering for an event that's coming up and you're a high caliber athlete, which I don't work with and most people don't. But we need to be able to sit down and work with the individual. And so people are coming in with different backgrounds, they have different personalities, they have different lifestyles, they have different environments, and there's so much information coming in. So even just the things that we talked here of like, if the consumer is like, okay, I need a strength train, should I do sauna, should I do uh, cold plunge, yeah. um, I need to focus on my sleep, it just becomes too much, and so they don't do anything. And then if we have the coaches that know how to break this down of like, here's your overall goal, there's probably 10, 15 things that over the next, period of time, it's gonna be several, several months, that we need to change these things, but let's just break down one thing at a time. I'm, on, I'm as a coach gonna figure out what's the best thing for you right now, and it's gonna tailor it that fits your needs. And if we can do that as an industry, we're gonna have much better long-term success than this constant changing of like low carb, high carb, strength training to interval training, all these different things, treating each individual and figuring out what's best for them. And I'll also add too is you can have the same individual that you're supporting and you're guiding but there's just different seasons yep. even i mean we we change clothes when it gets cold you know we wear different types of clothes and in the summer people have different preferences different schedules things like that that they may or may not want to do for some people you know cryotherapy in the middle of a very cold winter is is it's tough to get to consistently, but they'll do something else. So even just constantly having those conversations, even if you've known a client for a while, you've been working with them, is making sure that we're listening to how their worlds and environments are shifting and help them still have the success and, and, and the results that they want, but with different modalities as applicable.
and if you're listening to this, uh, we're shooting this in August, so you're like, man, this is quite a, you know, it's weird. We're talking about 2024 predictions, but this is the, this is the perfect opportunity to start looking at the different opportunities out there that you can add to your services, your fitness facility, so you can work and, and, and learn how to implement that, and you can start advertising it come November, December, and then hit it hard come January, so you can have the best year that you've ever had. So let us know what's working for you, what you think about these predictions, and as always, any other topics that you would love us to um, cover, put it in the comments and uh, let us know.